Today's episode, I'm actually going to have my first Cubs episode. I'm going to get into a little bit of discussion about how I became a Cubs fan, how I feel about the Cubs as they are right now, and what I hope for the rest of the season. Um, I want to give a quick thank you to 104.5 for supplying the Bob Seeger at the beginning. I'm turning the page myself onto the next episode. Alright, so... I've been a Cubs fan since I was a child. Uh, the Chicago Cubs have been in my life, uh, my whole life. Uh, my grandmother on my dad's side before she passed away uh, was a major Cubs fan. I would go over to her house every single time uh, during the summer. And more often than not, she'd be sitting there watching WGN, screaming at the TV, and shouting hot dog every time we got a home run. So, uh, between sitting on her lap and watching the Cubs and then running out and playing a little bit, coming back in, and then running out to go play some more, the Cubs were always in my life. Um, my dad was a Yankees fan, still is. He's been a Yankees fan since the mid-70s. Um, so I kind of grew up on both Yankees and Cubs baseball. Uh, but for me, uh... What did it was when she passed away back in 2008, uh, my uncle doesn't have any kids. I am the only grandson that my grandparents had. Uh, both sets of my grandparents, that is. Uh, but Nanny was the big Cubs fan. Uh, we buried her with her Cubs monkey, and she, she was just a huge Cubs fan. Uh, so was my lady Aunt Judy. Um... My uncle's a big Cubs fan as well. Uh, I've only ever been to a game at Wrigley once, and that was back in 08, right after she passed away. It was against St. Louis uh, when we clinched the NL Central. Um, I haven't been back since outside of when I went up just to go hang out. Uh, 2016, but we'll get to that here in a few. Uh, when Nanny passed away in 08, I looked at myself and I said, someone's got to carry this on because there's no kids, no grandkids for Nanny and Papa from my uncle. So I have to be the only one. And I'm going to do it proudly. Um, Nanny was my world. Uh, she was a lot like another mother to me after mom had left. And uh, having her influence in my life helped solidify my decision. You know, I'm going to stay a pure Cubs fan the rest of my life to preserve her memory and to keep her honored. Um, that being said, we went to Wrigley 2008. Uh, it was the game against the Cardinals when we clinched NL Central. It was one of the most amazing uh most one of the most amazing experiences of my life. 
Uh, if you've never been out to Wrigley Field, I know it's a little bit pricey. Even if you don't actually go in to go to a game, go to Wrigleyville. It's like nothing you'll ever experience. Um, even if you don't care about baseball or if you're not a Cubs fan, just the atmosphere is amazing. The north side of Chicago is gorgeous. Um, I can't stand the White Sox. And I know of some friends of mine that are White Sox fans, but then again, they're from Chicago and they care about the south side, which I particularly don't. My allegiance is in Chicago sports. Uh, stand only to the Cubs and the Blackhawks. But we're not going to talk about the Blackhawks today. That's for a whole other depressing conversation. Uh, we're going to talk about my Cubbies and how we are one of the hottest rising teams in the whole entire league right now. Um, we got off to a really nasty 2-7 and seven start. Uh, but I digress. I'll get to that uh, here in a few. Um, I was a big Carlos Zambrano fan uh, around the time before Nanny passed away and right after. Uh, he was my absolute favorite pitcher. Uh, he has now since returned. He's doing a little bit of work on the minors. Um, kudos to him. If Big Z can do it, then by all means do it, you know. I mean, he was a great pitcher. I absolutely loved him. Uh, my favorite pitcher right now, however, is Jose Quintana. If it's not Jose Quintana, then it's definitely Kyle Hendricks. I love Kyle Hendricks to death. Um, but I had been following the Cubs uh, more intently after Nanny passed away than I was when I was a kid. I mean, I was a kid. For me, it was just about, I'm going to go watch cartoons, I'm going to watch Ninja Turtles, Darkwing Duck, Rugrats, whatever's on Nickelodeon, because I was a Nickelodeon kid back in the early to mid-90s until they started with their game shows, and I started watching those like Global Guts and Nick Arcade and Figure It Out and all that stuff, Double Dare, yada, yada, yada. So I was a kid, you know, I wasn't super, super focusing on sports. However, as everyone knows, I was obsessed with professional wrestling. Um... So that's why I didn't focus too, too much on baseball. Because I was kind of bouncing back and forth with Dad watching the Yankees and seeing Daryl Strawberry and a young Derek Jeter and all that. And Mariano Rivera and all that. And then growing up watching Sammy Sosa on the weekends. Because I was with Nanny on the weekends. I wasn't really watching during the week. I would watch the Cubs when I was her because whenever whenever baseball was on at the house it was the Yankees because of dad I wasn't really watching the Cubs at home I was watching the Cubs when I was with her but seeing Wrigley seeing the blue and white seeing everything that had to do with the Cubs it just stood out to me I'm like this is amazing like yeah Yankees are okay whatever yada yada that boring bland dark blue and gray pinstripe BS whatever I don't know no disrespect to the Yankees I love my father he's been a loyal Yankees fan for most of his life but yeah for, for me where it is it's the north side of Chicago um, unfortunately and I'm not trying to you know 
play a woe is me card, but with my ADHD, I get fixated on things, so it's kind of hard for me to focus on other things. Um, I've been so fixated on wrestling that I can't tell you who all was playing on the Cubs. I'm not a stats guy. I'm not a... Um, I know who played what position, what season, whatever kind of guy. I'm not one of those kind of guys. Um, I didn't really, 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 really start like hardcore focusing until around maybe 2014. Um, I'm not one of the guys that hopped on the big year. That's never been me. Uh, I The Cubs have been in my life my whole life. Um, but we can talk about that year. So, I mean, I can't have a Cubs conversation without having to talk about that year. Um, I finally got the chance to sit down and really focus around 2015. Um, wrestling was getting kind of weird. Um, God, with my, my, my memory is really, really bad about a lot of things. I, I've got wrestling fan friends that are like, you don't remember this. I'm like, I'd have to sit and think about it for a little while. I mean, yeah, but that's, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. Uh, I've got memory issues due to certain reasons, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, I do remember vividly that year, though. Uh, it, I, I, I can't remember much of what was going on during the regular season. I just know that we got off to a crappy start, and we came back out of nowhere and just started really getting better. Um, but that playoff series was insane. Um, and when once we got to the World Series against Cleveland, man... It's like nothing I've ever seen. I want hands down go and say that that final game was one of the most nerve-wracking, most intense, stressful, and most prideful moments of my life. I know that Nanny's not here with me now to go ahead and sit around and watch the Cubs with me in person, but she's in a better place now, and she had the best seats in the house. Um, I cried like a baby when we won. Um, I was at Lids the next possible day getting that championship hat, the one that the boys. One thing that my uncle has always imparted in me and the kind of person that he is, he's always the kind of guy to wear what the players wear, you know? Um, So I'm like, heck yeah, man, I need to get this hat. I need to, you know, have the hoodie, which I still do. Um, I'm celebrating, you know? Uh, One of my favorite memories of my life was going up to Wrigley right after we won the World Series in 2016 and getting a picture right in front of Wrigley holding a picture of me and Nanny and I cried like a baby and I'm trying to hold back tears (laughs) just saying this here on the podcast Um, 
that was a very emotional moment for me because I wish she could have personally been there with me to celebrate and experience that. But got up there, got my pictures, got to experience Wrigleyville um, as an adult. It was just a phenomenal time. The atmosphere was electric. Um, no better feeling. Um, I know my best friend Joey and I, we were, uh, and he's also a Cubs fan. Uh, we were on pins and needles that whole series. Um, it's been rough since 2016 a little bit. Um, not getting the desired results that we should have had because we have a phenomenal roster. We have Chris Bryant. We have Anthony Rizzo. We have Ben Zobrist, who unfortunately is going through a divorce right now. Uh, we have Kyle Schwarber. I'm a huge Kyle Schwarber guy. Absolute mega fan of Kyle Schwarber's. I absolutely love him. He's my absolute favorite Cubs player right now. Um, we've got Javier Baez, who is growing into my tied for first favorite. I mean, I guarantee you Javi's going to be in talks for NL MVP uh, this year. I guarantee you that. Um, pitching sucks. We wasted a crap load of money on you, Darvish. Uh, but nonetheless, we have Jose Quintana. We have John Lester, who, when John Lester's John Lester, he's John Lester. Um, we have Jose Quintana. We have Kyle Hendricks. We have uh, we have Cole Hamels. We have an older Cole Hamels who's actually doing really decent. Um Wilson Contreras is doing great. Uh, David Bodie. I can't say enough about David Bodie. Um, it sucked letting Ian Happ go, but, you know, it happens. Um, don't quote me on that. I'm, I, my, again, memory problems are a pain in the neck, and I'm trying to remember if we let him go, let him go, or if we just send him down to the minors. Uh, but regardless... Uh, right now we have a really great team. Uh, we've snapped back out of a two to seven uh, start, and we're one of the top teams in the National League. I'm gonna cut this off as a break, and I will get back to you guys shortly. All right, and we're back. So in the meantime, I had decided, hey, I know I left off with talking about the Cubs, but why not make this into a multiple sports episode? Uh, not only am I a Chicago Cubs fan, but I support my two major local uh, sports affiliates in the Indiana Pacers and the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I'm a huge Pacers fan. I have been since I was a kid. If there's one team that has stuck with me, that I've been a fan more fervently, loyally, whateverly, uh, that would be my Indiana Pacers. I bleed blue and gold through and through. Um, where do I start? I grew up and I darn near idolized Reggie Miller. Uh, he was my one of my heroes. Uh, I looked at him the same way I looked at Hulk Hogan. I thought Hulk Hogan was one of the coolest people on the planet. Um, the same thing for Reggie Miller. Um, those 90s... Uh, good Lord. Uh, I'm speechless just talking about it. Uh, 90s Pacers basketball for me was, it's like a whole nother world. Like, I can hop back in that way back machine. 
and just live and reminisce. I can be on cloud nine. Uh, no better feeling though in the world than when I'm at a game and the history comes up on the screen and I'm just get me out to a Pacers game, man. This is Indiana. This is Indiana. We. It's not just a catchy slogan, man. We grow basketball here. Um, God, that those the teams that we had, the players. There's no reason why we shouldn't have ever won a national. Cha- we should. We, we should have been freaking champions, NBA champions, in the in the freaking mid to late '90s, with the rosters that we had, with Reggie and Rick Smith and Mark Jackson, Antonio Davis, Dale Davis. Jalen Rose, there's no reason whatsoever that we have never won the NBA championship. Oh, that's right. Uh, David Stern, uh, before he retired, was um, a human scumbag. Um, Oh, and there was just this one guy, uh, you might have heard of him, I'm not sure, kind of a small name, same division as us, um, I think he played baseball once, may have been in a movie, I don't know, I think his name's Michael Jordan, I could be wrong, um, yeah, it was kind of hard to, uh, get to where we should have been when the league kept glorifying Michael Jordan, much like they do LeBron nowadays, um, But I digress from the salty, sour grapes fan that I have been known to be. Um, I finally got the chance to meet Rick Smith um, about six or seven years ago. Um, So that was great. Um, Was it six or seven years ago? Might have been eight years ago. No, it wasn't eight years ago. Uh, Was it 20 today? It's 2019 right now, so I'd say about 2000. 12 maybe 2012 2013 I think it was 2012 though yeah it was definitely had to be 2012 2012 or 2011 yeah nope 2012 um regardless I met Rick Smith um was one of the greatest days of my life except for the fact that he was sitting down would have loved for him to be standing up that way you could have seen a height difference between me and the the Duncan Dutchman um I can't say enough good about those 90s teams. Um, again, those mid-90s jerseys were my absolute favorite jerseys in the world. Um, we got through some rough times, and I absolutely hated it. I think Jalen Rose was good, but I don't know. I was I was never really a big fan of his. Um, we're not going to talk about the brawl. We're going to act like that never happened. Um... We're not going to talk about that. Um, Danny Granger was okay. I mean, everybody thought he was going to be the next big thing. And same with Paul George. Like, what the heck? We're not going to talk about him either. He's a scumbag. Um, One of my favorite eras, though, was a Paul George era. And it was those back-to-back Eastern Conference Finals. Like, I can't talk about those enough either. Paul George, Roy Hibbert, David West, Lance Stevenson, George Hill. God. 
Those were amazing times. And that's another roster of ours that should have had the championship. But we couldn't get past LeBron. Um, do I think we had what it take, took to beat LeBron? Yes. But when you got the league paying the refs off and yada, 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 hey, what can you do? There's no chance for a small market team like us. Okay, I mean, San Antonio and their dynasty, yada, yada, yada. Back when Tim Duncan and Monte Ginobili, Tony Parker, whatever. Um, it just irks me, you know. But we're in a good place now. Well, we're in an okay place now. We're not bad. Um, I love where we're at now. More or less. Um, I'm an IU fan for basketball. So I will get into discussions about that later. I absolutely loved the... um, Cody Zeller, Jordan Holes, Christian Watford, Victor Oladipo era. Um, I thought Cody Zeller was going to be the next big thing in the whole entire sport. I thought Cody Zeller had everything it took to be a major player in the NBA. Uh, But unfortunately, he... um, He's in Charlotte, not doing a whole heck of a lot right now. I don't know. I don't follow Charlotte. Don't care to. But I digress. If you would have told me back in 2012, when we were hot and should have won a national championship in IU, that Victor Oladipo would be the most successful NBA player from that IU team I would have called you a liar and then if you would have told me he'd be playing for the Pacers I would have laughed in your face and if you would have told me he would have been the star player for the Pacers I would have probably slapped you but here we are Victor Oladipo is the star player of the Indiana Pacers. And once he gets back from his injury, could easily be one of the top guys in the league. Easily. Um, I absolutely adore Victor Oladipo. He's phenomenal. I saw something a little special in him at IU, but I didn't think he was going to be the one to be that breakout NBA star, but I was wrong, and I've been wrong a few times in my life, and I'll be wrong a few more, but that's one of the ones where I was really wrong, um, I plan on later on in the year having a buddy of my own, uh, doing a little preseason hype up for the Pacers this coming season, um, I'm excited to see what goes on in the draft and see what we do in free agency, it's gonna be interesting, um, Hopefully, we get somebody to replace Tyreek Evans, who's been trash. Um, We really need a good, solid point guard. I'm not fully confident in Darren Collison. Um, 
If we keep anybody, it needs to be Bojan Bogdanovic and Demontis Sabonis. Those two are absolutely solid. Bogey's been amazing, and so is Domas. Um, but I'm excited to see where things go next season when uh, Vic comes back. Uh, if he can come back in full health and just be a whole rejuvenated him. Um, but we'll get more into that in a later episode. Uh, I will talk to you guys later about the Pacers. Uh, when I get back, I will be talking about the Colts to wrap up this uh, newly donned uh Andy Mikey Sports Special. I will see you guys in a bit. Hello and welcome back to Living for the Glory. Uh, this part we are going to be talking, well I am going to be talking a little bit about uh, everything to do with the Colts as it pertains to my fandom um, and just a little bit of how I feel this coming season is going to be. Uh, previously I had spoke about my Cubs fandom and Pacers fandom. And how I feel about the current state of both of those teams. I'm going to now get into how I feel about the Colts. Um, I was born and raised in Anderson, Indiana. Uh, As most of you know, uh, back when I was younger in the early 90s, uh, Anderson University was the home base for practice camp uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. And my uh, my apartment complex uh, was right on the other side of the fence f- from uh, where they used to do training camp practice um, when I was growing up. Unfortunately, that apartment complex is no longer there. Uh, it's been since removed. Um, so it's, it wasn't there, to, at least to my knowledge. When they went back to Anderson, uh, they're no longer any at Anderson University. Uh, but countless times growing up, I used to go out. I used it was literally right outside my front door. I used to walk out the door and just go up and watch the Colts practice. Uh, that was back during the Harbaugh, uh, Marshall Falk, Ted Marshall Broda era. Um, I I'm not super huge on football, but I do love my Colts. Um, when Peyton Manning came through, uh, the family and I, well, when Peyton Manning first got drafted, uh, the family and I, we had gone to our, the RCA Dome to, uh, see a little preseason practice, got on the field and everything. It was pretty cool. Um, That 2006 Super Bowl victory was one of the most amazing moments of my life. Uh, my all-time favorite Colts player is Marvin Harrison. Um, but I like Andrew Luck a lot more than I did Peyton Manning. Um, Andrew Luck is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I fully believe that once Tom Brady retires, Andrew Luck's going to be the top quarterback in the league. Um Guys like Drew Brees, Tom Brady, uh, guys like that, they're on the back nine of their careers. Uh, Andrew Luck is the face of the league going forward, hands down, without a doubt. Uh, Coming back from his injury like he did, to have a phenomenal season like he did last year was absolutely unheard of. Um, 
the team that we have around him, especially with everything that Ballard's done in the postseason and through the draft, it's just been phenomenal. Uh, this year's team looks very, very scary. I am right there with Ghost. Uh, T.Y. said it perfectly himself. This, this year's offense is going to be scary. Um, I love T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I'm a Notre Dame guy for f- college football, so obviously I'm going to love Quentin Nelson. The dude is an absolute freaking nature monster. Um, the One of the best for... I will honestly say he was the best first-round pick that we've had since Andrew Luck. Um, I can't say enough good about the Colts and the season that's coming up. Um, I'm very, very excited to see where things go, and we're not even finished yet. Uh, When Jim Irsay said, hey, here's a blank check. You do what you need to with the team. I'm like, oh, snap, here we come. Uh, A lot of the top sports writers are fully on board that we could be a dynasty to mess with over the next 10 years. I'm fully confident that we could very well be the next dynasty in the NFL. There's no reason why we shouldn't be. Um, I will be wearing my blue and white proudly this fall, uh, as well as my Blackhawks stuff and my Pacers stuff. Um, but I'm very excited to see what goes down with the the Colts. Um, I'm looking to have a buddy of mine do a Colts preseason hype show on here, um, to talk about in more depth, uh, how we think this season is going to go, give a little bit more in-depth talk on the roster, um, this year's just going to be a nasty, nasty Colts season. Um, in Ballard, we trust, man. I mean, I mean that to the fullest. Um, I'm very, very excited. I'm very, very proud of how things are going. Um, I'm going to skip the Blackhawks on this one because it's a bit of a sore subject. I will say this. I've not been a hockey fan my whole life, uh, but I've over the past few years, really started to get into hockey, and um, I just picked up the Blackhawks. I mean, with the hit, I mean, the history, uh, being part of the original six, uh, the, the 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 championships, the Stanley Cups that we've won, uh, the Hall of Famers, uh, God, Bobby Hall and freaking Stan Makita, Tony Esposito. Uh, future Hall of Famers that we have now, like Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. Um, God. Um, Duncan Keith. Jeez Louise. Alex Dabrinkit's going to... He's phenomenal. Um, I just... I love my Blackhawks to death. And I'm... I, we'll get back. We'll get back. Uh, but yeah, cold season's going to be great. Cubs are doing amazing. I'm looking to see my dad's Yankees in October in the World Series. Um, Pacers need to get a few things done to where we can really start being a contender, but we're not too, too far off. Um, it's a little rough, but not as rough as it is for my Blackhawks. 
So right now, Cubs and the Colts have the best shot at winning championships uh, and winning another championship in the more immediate future. So with that said, I'm going to hop off here. Uh, This has been my little touch on my actual sports fandom. Uh, to show everybody that I'm not just a wrestling fan, and this isn't going to be just about wrestling or my faith or anything. Um, I'll be talking about sports, movies, music, whatever, you name it. Uh, Living for the Glory is going to just be a fun podcast. I'm very excited about things to come, guests that I'm going to be having on, and and the topics of discussion that are yet to happen uh, so continue following me on facebook.com forward slash LFTG Indie Mikey, Twitter at Mikey Loves You 88, Instagram at Mikey T317. Keep listening on Spotify, Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcast, etc. Uh, I will let everybody know when we are up on iHeartRadio. Um, keep following. I'm going to hop off here. This wraps it up for my sports episode, and I will catch you on the flip side.